deep concern about his threatened trade war with the European Union. This is ABC News. Okay, so where do more Americans turn first in the morning to start their day? Go on, tell them, Robin. Good morning, America. George. Good morning, America. Lara. Good morning, America. So, take it from Robin. Put some good in your morning. With ABC's Good Morning America. We're back. And I didn't answer the trivia question from uh, before, so we got to do two trivia questions now. Okay, ancient Egyptians, are you proud of me? Uh, do something to mourn the death of their cats. Do you have any idea what it is? Do they mummify them? No. Oh, dang. They, they shave their eyebrows. What? Ancient Egyptians shave off their eyebrows to mourn the death of their cats. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, what do they do to their oh, cats? Oh. Not what do they do to themselves. Oh, okay. Sorry okay. about that. No, okay. that was my miscommunication okay. Yeah. there. Okay. okay. So that, that makes more sense it. then. Yep. Yeah, so. Ancient Egyptians shave off their eyebrows to mourn the death of their cat. All right. And then the other one, what other one did I do? Oh, what can cats hear that we can't? Yeah. This is really weird, and I don't understand how, but well, anyway. Uh, they can hear an ultrasound. What? Yes, ultrasound. Okay, you know how, like, if you get ultrasounds? Yeah, done, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can I'm hear just, that for some reason. And I'm like, okay, how I'm did they figure this about out? That. Yeah, I don't get that. Hmm. I don't get that. So. Oh, well, it is what it is. So there you I go. I call... Shenanigans on that. Shenanigans, there we Shenanigans go. Shenanigans is go. being called. Okay, we got to get to Julie because she has. I'm always open for ideals on natural play, th- play, play and ticks. So. Yes, yes. Okay, so, so let's, let's get, get to, to Ju- Julie. Yep. Hey, Julie. Yes. Thanks for hanging on during the break there. So enlighten us and me. I'm always okay, up for new is, stuff. This is the most fantastic thing, and okay. maybe you've heard of it, but I've been a pet sitter for 16 years now. All right. And so I've tested this out on my cats, my dogs, and over 30 of my clients. Oh, my. And okay. we, we all say, best thing ever. All right. So it's an amber stone flea and tick collar. Okay, amber stone flea tick. Okay, and then what does it look like, and where do we get this? So you can get them on the Internet, but I only get them from one place because I know they work, and right. it's called ambertick.com. AmberTick.com, okay? So what they do is they take the amber stones, and they're, like, not finely polished. They're in their raw form. Oh, all right. They bead them on a collar, and then they either have, like, a snap on it or, you know, like a buckle on it. Right. You put it on your pet. I leave mine on all year long, and the only thing I do is twice a year I take it off and I wash it with a little Dawn dish soap, right? Because the animals' oils will build up on it, and uh-huh. then it's not as effective, right? I wonder if this is it's, the same amber collar that is this made with the tamarack tree bark from the tamarack tree? No, only made with amber oh, wow. stones. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you go to the website, it gives you all the history on why they work and ambertick.com. Amber A, yeah. not amber. Amber A M B E R. Yeah, like the amber stone. Okay, the okay, okay. Natural stone. Wow, how did you come across this? I'm just always researching natural ways because I do a newsletter and I don't. I want them to stop using. Well, I'm <laughs> proud of you. I am so, so proud of you. I don't know where I found these, but I thought, well, let's try it. And Why not? And I mean, not only do I used to like see a flea or a, or a tick mostly, but like crawling on my dogs after we were out. 
I don't. I've never seen one on my dogs for years. Wow. They don't even like come to them. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, no, no. There's a like I said. There's so many natural ways, and and yep. and with cats, you like I said, you have to be so careful because of the oils and such like that. It's a little bit different than a dog. Yeah, and these you buy them based on the size of their neck. So okay. my cat ones. They fit nice. They're really little, right? So it's not like it bothers them, and they've never bothered to wow. try to kick them off. This is really interesting. I am so glad you called because now that you said yeah. it, I remember hearing about this maybe about a year or so ago, and I think, but not at this exact, you know, website ambertick.com. Yeah, I did not, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is so awesome. That uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and being that My you have tried gosh. it. And, you know, tried yeah, it. That's no, the neat thing. I've had all kinds of clients from people on hobby farms to people that hunt with their dogs, to city dogs. I've had outdoor cats. What, know, what's, so, a, yeah. what's the cost level on this? Oh, as little as 10 or probably the deluxe one that's really blinged out is maybe 30. Oh, okay. Well, hell, that's by the time oh, you yeah. get to, no, by the time you get done paying for chemicals and everything else. Extremely affordable. And like I said, you buy one and you just keep using it. Wow, that is phenomenal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My and I appreciate you have a good evening. I appreciate you trying to do things natural and spreading the word. That is awesome. I'll keep letting you know if I find new things. Oh, please do. Please do. We need Alrighty. we need more P input. Input's always good. Input. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, kiddo. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that is really cool. AmberTick.com. That's, uh, I can't wait to... Uh, to check in, and maybe when you go to break, I will kind of happen on. You're going to Google it? Yeah, Google it, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> it is pretty good. But yeah, because that's the thing is everybody is so, um, that's why, you know, commercial dog foods are, are are huge because it's so easy to just open the bag and pour it. And, not, and But like I said, most people don't change the way they do things unless something happens to their dog. You know, like right now I'm on a bloat kick. You know, as far as dogs that have died from bloat, that's where the stomach swells up and twists and they die. And that they it, there's I got there on my Facebook page, uh, the Katie Kate on Facebook page. I t- uh, I did a bloat article that really lays it out really nice. Now I didn't. I grabbed it from I think it was Doctor Becker, if I'm not mistaken. And anyway, and so it really helps you understand the big picture and and more. That's the bloat. Dogs dying of bloat is only surpassed by dogs dying of cancer. All right. So this is something that you really need. And then what they found is that eating dry food, dry, is the main culprit because it has to swell up into the, you know, we, we know that, you know, dogs don't crunch their food. They slam it. And then it, then they go drink a buttload of water. And then all that water and then that dry matter is in their stomach. And then when you see, when you rehydrate the the dry kibble, you know, then you see what it does in the dog's stomach and it, and it swallows up and then that's where the problem is. And so they, you know, the, the researchers have found if you feed dry food dry, you have a high risk of bloat. Whereas if you don't feed, if you rehydrate that dry food, cats and dogs, cats don't get bloat. But I mean, the, the cat big thing is, is they can't drink enough water for, to compensate for the dry matter. So we got to get those, re, you know, they're always talking about humans, rehydrate, hydrate, 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 right? And we don't think of our animals on how much hydration they lose trying to compensate for dry matter of dry food. So hopefully this makes sense. And I know it's a pain in the butt to wait for that food to rehydrate totally, you know, where it's mush. And then and then the next question is, well, what about their teeth? And I'm always saying this, folks. What do I say, Carly? Can you remember? If a dog can eat dry food and have their teeth cleaned, what should we, we be able to eat? 
dry uh, anything we cookies. want. Yeah, there you anything go. we want. No, if dry matter mm-hmm. took care of cleaning dogs and cats' teeth, then we should be able to eat chocolate chip cookies and never see a dentist in our life. Dry matter does not clean teeth. What cleans teeth is eating a raw butcher bone, you know, a knuckle or joint bone, a gnawing bone, and then feeding a better quality diet. Because when they when dogs and cats eat junk food, that creates bad plaque. All right, and then um, with humans. Same with if you have a junky day, the next day when you wake up, you run your tongue over your teeth, it's going to feel like sandpaper. You get them all fixed up, you know, brushed up, and then you eat very mindful that day. The next morning, you run your tongue over your teeth, it's going to be like baby bottom. So what builds plaque, folks, is the quality of food that you feed your dogs, all right? And so that's why dogs that are on raw diets or or, uh, dehydrated diets and uh, freeze-dried diets don't have the plaque that dogs that are fed dry food. So, you know, you need a good combination of everything. That's the whole thing. So anyway, are you ordering your... um, your, Crispy, I'm just yeah. Crunchies. I'm, I'm just looking at the website because I'm very intrigued by these. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, the crunchies. I love them. I know I had a big box, and cover. I know you told me that you could like, yep. buy them in bulk. Crunchies. So I was that, like, yeah. I just wanted to see what it was all about. I so know, I love them. It's dehydrated. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Let's head uh, head to Phoebe or head to Jessica. Um, we can do Jessica for okay, a couple of minutes. For, okay. And she has that. a question about um her senior dog that is going to the bathroom in the house. Uh oh. Yeah. That's kind of common. Yeah. It's just like well, you know, the older I get, I laugh and I I, I pee when I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're Not just laughing way too hard. Not I think that's all what it the is. Time. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey Jessica, how you doing? Hi, good. Thank you for taking my call. Well, thanks for holding on, kiddo. I appreciate it. So, how, yeah. how old is your dog? Um, she's about 12 years old. She's about a 90-pound hound mix, okay. mostly like fox hound. Right. And she's always been really great in the house. We can usually leave her for maybe about 10 hours. Uh-huh. Um, but probably in the last six months, um, she's been starting to pee in the house when we're gone, but also drinking a ton of water. And so the first thing I thought was diabetes. Right. So I got her checked out, you know, brought her to the vet, and they did, they checked her urine, and they did a full, like, blood workup. and. Mm-hmm. She said everything was fine, mm-hmm. um, and so still she wants to drink water all the time and then pees in the house. But so what we've eventually kind of started doing is trying to restrict her water you can't intake do a that. little bit. Be- yeah, you can't no. do that. No, because when somebody, it's just like you needing water and somebody says no because they don't want you to pee. <laughs> yeah, I you know. know. You don't know. You, you can't. Because now, ironically enough, that's my Zelda. My Zelda is, you know, my 90 pounder. She, yeah. oh, geez, I want to think. Let's see how many months ago. It must be nine months ago. And this is one that had an ironclad, you know, uh, uh, system. All right. And what happened is she started, you know, peeing, peeing. I mean, a lake in the house. And I'm like, yeah. where'd this come from? And then she started drinking extra water. Did the same thing. Took her to Doctor okay. Jess. She ran all these tests. Her urine was not as concentrated as it should have been. But anyway, so what we did is we uh, I want to get. It's called oh, it's from Solid Gold. I want to say it's Berry Blast or okay. Berry Berry. It's for the bladder. Okay, it's got cranberry. You know, cranberries. Okay. okay. And you yep. could also do, you know, cranberries that people take the powdered cranberry for, you know, people's bladder infections and such. Yeah. Okay. Well, hold on to that thought. We got to come back. Okay. So don't sure, go anywhere. Sure. We'll be back. Hey, if you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Okay. You ready for this? If you eat crawfish, if you eat crawfish, don't eat one with a straight tail. Why? 
We'll talk about it. Alrighty then, we're back with the Giddy Canine Show. Appreciate you listening and, and sharing your afternoon, Sunday afternoon with me. Pretty soon it's going to be cabin time. Remember next week, next Saturday, we spring ahead. Is that really next Saturday, next Saturday already? Saturday, March Holy 11th. Buckets. Spring ahead. So you guys, now when I walk out, well, it's always now. Last week was the first one that's really it's lighter. You know, when I yeah. leave, it's not dark, dark. Yeah. But boy, now next week is really going to be light. So. We're going to be confused. Okay, you should not eat a crawfish with a straight tail. Why? I have no idea. It was dead before it was cooked. Yuck. There you go. That is disgusting. It was dead before it was cooked. So do not eat crawfish. I've never had crawfish. I have. And so, yeah, make sure that it the tail is not straight. It was really funny because we actually ate it during one of my biology classes. Or oh, no, and not a biology class. It was anatomy, I think. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I think we were doing the anatomy of a crawfish. Oh, okay. Okay, so there. And then we... Don't do that then. Yeah. Make sure that tail's... Curl. We dissected our crawfish, and then there were extras, so we had a crawfish there fry. You go. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Tastes Poor like things. shrimp. Yeah. It tastes you like know, shrimp. Like chicken. Yeah. yeah. There you go. The standard. <laughs> you know, nothing. There you go. <laughs> it just smell. It stinks up the house or the room. I'm. A, that's all I'm gonna say. It there smells so fishy when you cook it, though. No, thank you. I don't have to worry about that because I won't be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, hey, you got we got some open lines, 651-641-1071. We're going back to Jessica. She's got a senior dog, it's own dog, uh, 90 pounds, and uh, 12 years old, and she was peeing in the house. And so the, what I did, well, Dr. Jess had me put uh, uh, my Zelda at standard process, has a renal dog, you know, renal uh, um, supplement, okay? Okay. I did a bottle standard of that. Process. What? Standard process? Yep, standard process. You can get standard process at, you know, vets or health food stores. Okay. But you want the renal for the dogs, all right? And then she had me put her on that. I think, like I said, I think it's Berry Blast, but it's a cranberry, and it's by Solid Gold, all right? I cannot remember what it is. Or it's Berry Berry, I can't remember. Look up Solid Gold on the internet. But anyway, so I put her, I went through one bottle of that uh, standard process, and then I went through the, I still give her the berry stuff every day in her food, all right? I still keep doing that. So So try that because, uh, pardon? It's like a cranberry supplement? Yeah. Because I do, every once in a while, I run out of the berry stuff from Solid Gold, then I give her my uh, uh, extra, my uh, cranberry extract, too. And okay. so, uh, so, yeah. But anyway, uh, and I have not had any problems since, all right? But, okay. uh, yeah, so I went through the one big bottle of the renal stuff from Standard Process and then the uh, the Solid Gold berry stuff. <laughs> so, so we'll try that. it has just something to mostly do with her age is that she's older and her bladder... Yeah, because, really you, because I ran all the tests on my Zelda... You know, yeah. and nope, everything came back, ner- uh, you know, fine, other than her urine was not as concentrated, but the stats as far as her blood work and stuff like that, you know, everything, it seemed okay. So we just took that, you know, yeah, I could have done an ultrasound, see if there's a tumor somewhere or whatever. What am I going to do with that information? All right. And so, yeah. uh, so no, so, and, and like I say, doing the, the renal stuff from standard process and then the berry stuff from solid gold, everything's been just fine now for the last six months. Okay, and so you think I should, should I just keep letting her drink as much water as she wants? Well, I do with it, but see, it, it stabilizes it out. Uh, uh, okay. Whatever you call it, uh, Zelda does not drink nearly as much as she was. Oh, all right. Okay. But see, now I rehydrate her food. Do you rehydrate your dog's food? I do. Well, yeah, so they have dry food, and I always put water in it. 
Okay, but it has to be rehydrated. It means you take, let's say, the two cups of dog food that's in a bowl. You put hot tap water on it till all floats really nicely. You put it aside. You wait till all the water is gone and absorbed into the food, and the food is now soft and expanded. Okay, oh, now okay. put now put your supplements in. Now feed it. All right. Oh, okay, okay, sure, sure. They, you do not feed it with the food floating. That is very dangerous for dogs. Okay. Oh, it is. Yes, very dangerous because all that is hitting that stomach at the exact same time. You want to rehydrate okay. that dry food so that it is expanded and so it doesn't sure. expand in the dogs and in the stomach. So now by re, by that now they don't have to drink as much water to compensate for the dry matter. Correct. Yeah, and their stomach isn't okay. so heavy, you know, with it, trying to, you know, process all the the dry, and then the, you know, if you if you, if you don't let it rehydrate, it has to be rehydrated. Okay, it has okay. to be expanded, and then you feed it. And by me doing that, now Zelda's a lot better. She's not drinking as nearly as much water. Uh, she's a fraction of what she was, but she was same thing. I thought, right, a diabetes. She's never yeah. been overweight, nothing, and just uh, everything. But nope, everything to the blood work, everything. So that's what I just did. Uh, and so give that a shot. That's what Doctor Jess. You know, otherwise you can go to Doctor Jess. You know, uh, Levy. And like I said, but those are the only two things that we put her on, and, and everything worked out great. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, I really appreciate your help. Thank you so much. You bet. Good luck. Bye bye. Bye. Remember, folks, I'm not a vet, but that's what I just went through. This is, you know, what sounded yeah. like with. Uh, is it called Berry Balance? Yes, Berry Balance. Thank you very yeah. much, Barry. I gotta, I don't know why I can't remember that. That's stupid. Okay. okay, it's called Berry, Berry Balance. Balance from Solid and Gold. Are they are they chews? No, it's a powder. Oh, because this one has Berry Balance chews okay. on the website. It's probably it says that it's new. So okay, yeah. No, I've been I do the powder. It, yeah, oh, it must okay. be new. The chews yeah. must be new. So yeah. So but see, the thing is, when I worry about the chew, then it's, it's another step of processing. Yeah. To make them chewable. Yeah. So I'd rather just do the powder and just mix it in with their food. So, but Berry yeah. Balance. Okay. Hopefully she'll remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are you at there? Can um, you grab the phones? I'll yes. talk about something here. Okay. Cause we got to, okay. Uh, now it's springtime coming in every, you know, the, now when the days get longer, the coats get shorter, both dogs and cats. And shorter, by way, I mean, is that they get thinner. Okay, they're going to start shedding now as the days get longer, more light, more daylight, all right? And everybody's going to run and want to get the Furminator. Now, people, that only in the hands of the proper person, like a groomer, should touch the Furminator. And the reason is, is because Furminator is, has, is a blade, and it strips the dog and cat's coats. You are shaving your dog and cat, and you will always get bales and bales and bags and bags of hair. So please nix the Furminator and just get the right brush and usually a slicker brush and a rake for uh, dog and cats that have, you know, medium to long hair and then like a labby coat or, you know, like Dane coat and such like that. What you want to get is those uh, those mitts that have the rubber ends. That works really good. Uh, and then... Um, the bits with the rubber ends are the best one. That's all it is. Just a rubberized one. And that will, and they love, love to be petted by those. Okay. So you got to have the right brush and comb to do it correctly. But please do not use the Furminator. You know, use the brush that you should. Okay. Don't strip, uh, shave your dog. I mean, just like, let's say you're shaving your face and shaving your legs, and then you take the shaver and start shaving your hair. And what's going to happen is going to get thinner and thinner and thinner. And you're going to always get hair because you're shaving the hair. Okay. So just remember that. All right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Um, I have my Zelda, since we're talking about Zelda. Zelda, Zelda and then a, a dog that I take care of, Coco. 
they have, uh, whereas uh, I'm sure if you have uh, dogs like this, whereas if there's too much space between the times you feed the dogs, some dogs will throw up bile, like the, the yellow, greenish, foamy stuff. And what that's caused by waiting too long, some dogs' system, you know, if they cannot get fed, it has to be, you have to space out their feeding. A lot of times what happens, a person will feed them, let's say, at 8 o'clock in the morning and then feed them at 4 o'clock in the e- evening. Well, now they got to go from 4 to 8 the next morning and what happens is that that's too long a time and they're then they will ralph up that foamy you know yellow greeny stuff so what you have to do is set your feeding time so that the gap between feeding times isn't huge and so that's why like i'll feed my dogs at eight nine o'clock in the morning and and zelda gets fed at eight nine o'clock at night but the other dogs get fed earlier because it doesn't bother them they get fed maybe about six six thirty but zelda doesn't get until eight nine because that's what i feed her in the morning eight nine but if i miss that up you know whereas what happens is that let's say I feed her at seven in the morning because I am uh, going somewhere and I won't be here at nine. Okay, so I feed her in the morning. Well, then my brain's got to remember that, okay, I fed her at seven. So she has to, in the evening, get fed by seven, eight o'clock. Or there's a possibility. She don't, doesn't do it all the time, but there's a possibility. If I put two days together in a row, she will. She'll foam, you know, throw up that foamy bile stuff. So the way, if they do that, just space out the feedings, all right? And then everything will be fine. And uh, But you just it'll work. It'll be just fine. So just figure it out, all right? So. So don't think that your dog is dying because he's folding up the, you know, and if your cat is, excuse me, throwing up on a regular basis, throwing up like chunks of their food, uh, then that tells you get off the dry food and get into grain-free canned foods. And remember, Nutrisources came out with seven new ones or eight new ones. I can't remember. But anyway, with no chicken in it, you got to get, I mean, that that is so phenomenal. I just want to kiss and hug Nutrisources. (laughs) So, I mean, because chicken is in everything. Drives me nuts. Okay, where are we at? Time for trivia. All righty then. Yes. Now this I don't understand. And maybe if there's some uh, ferret people in the audience, in my listenership, they can explain this. Oh, and maybe Jason knows this. Jason of Alexis, I don't know. Okay. Um, a female ferret will die if they go into something. Okay. If they go, uh, let's see Okay, a female, oh, I think I messed it up the way I wanted to frame it. Okay, a female ferret will die if something that, you know, nature does, uh, every dog and cat does on a regular basis, and then I'll explain when we get back, okay? All righty then. Time to get back. Okay, now I'm just going to say this because I kind of screwed up the question that I was going to ask, okay? A female ferret will die if it goes into heat and cannot find a mate. What? Yes. And so That's I'm just kinda like, weird. That, well, I'm thinking of everybody that has ferrets, you know, for pets. What do they do? Yeah. Get the, the females fixed then? I don't get the philosophy on that. So if anybody knows ferrets, uh, enlighten me here. A female ferret will die if it goes into heat and cannot find a mate. Okay. Huh. Just throwing that out there. Interesting. I know it. Okay, let's head for the phone lines. Okay, sounds good. We have Lori on the line, and Lori has a question about her cat that is hissing at her other cat. Ah, alrighty then. Hi, Lori. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I love your show. Well, Thanks thank for you for having me on. Yeah. Okay, so here's the situation. I have two cats. Um, they're sisters. They are um, about five years old. And just about four days ago, we recently got one of their anal glands expressed. Right. <clears throat> brought her to the vet, brought her home. Now, her sister 
stares her down and literally kisses at her. We'll have absolutely nothing to do with her. They were best friends, like, for five years, and now it's, like, it's a stare down. It's okay. crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, my guess is what happens is that, you know, when the cats go and come back, first of all, they got that smell of the vet. You know, on them. Yep. And so cats, there again, they, you know, oh, you're not the same. You know, you've got the weird smell on you. Where do you, you know, where do you come from? Where, you know, they, it, it changes the dynamics, okay? Okay. And so the worst thing you do is yell at the cat that's doing the hissing because oh. you want good things to happen with that other cat. you got to try to remake make them up. You know, maybe put one cat on one side of you, another cat on the other side, and just kind of pet them both. Or somebody's got one cat, you know, and then, you know what I mean? So the good things happen around. Yeah. Uh, throw some uh, nice stuff, uh, like maybe uh, get some, uh, whatever I want to say is, uh, that, that sardines or something like that. I know it's stinky. But anyway, throw that. So good things happen around each other. But okay. do not yell at the one that, you know, is doing the hissing. And so sometimes, too, by um, taking them away... And, you know, like, but let's say they spend a day where one spends in a, in, a, in a room and the other one spends in the house, you know, type thing. Yeah. Okay. And then where they, they stay away for a day or two, it yeah. depend, then they get reintroduced, you know, like, oh, hi, how you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah, so sometimes that works. All right. Okay, but I would you think take it's because of the smell. I and- do. I think personally, it was a smell that when you, uh, you know, just like this the smell of a dentist, <laughs> yeah, or the smell of a doctor's office. You know, it's a smell that you is very you remember. I would okay. take uh, like a, a warm cloth and just kind of pet the cat that was at the vet. You know okay. what I mean? And just kind of wipe her down. Just, you know, calmly just wipe her down a couple times, once in the morning, once at night to try to get the smell, you know, uh, whatever residue that might be left on her from being okay. handled by the vet techs. And then also if they express their anal glands, that emits a smell, wash her bottom, you know, type okay. thing. You know, we're not getting her soaking wet. We're just taking a warm washcloth and just just petting her with it. All right. Okay. So then hopefully that we can get that smell. But then there again, somebody sit with one cat, somebody sit and, you know, pet them. You give the other cat a treat. The other person gives your cat a treat. You know, have good things happen so they can kind of reunite. Okay. And then I would say you could try that first. And if that seems not to be working, then mm-hmm. what you can do is, like I say, then they're separated for 24 hours and then bring them back together and see how that works. Okay. Okay. So give I'll that a call. That- yeah. You know, keep me posted on how it goes. All right, thank you. You bet. Bye bye. Yep, those cats, boy, it's just like people and smell that stuff. It's like, whoa, not good. <laughs> okay, next up. We have Jackie, and Jackie has a question about her dog that just was diagnosed with an ACL injury. All right, okay. Hi, Jackie, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog? Um, He's a lab mix, possibly. Huh? Pitbull, possibly okay. boxer. How old? Um, six. And whoopsies, there we go. I put sixteen down. Six years old. Okay. And then what happened with the ACL? Slip on ice or what? Um. Well, it kind of actually started in the late summer because I noticed he wouldn't put pressure on his foot, and then we brought him to the vet. And then she said that he had torn his ACL. I think that's what it was. Okay. Okay, yeah. and then now, is he a ball nut? 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. We got to stop that. <laughs> I know. Okay. You have so to stop we... it. And so what you got to yeah. do is you got to start teaching him tricks, do nose work. You know what I mean? Stuff that he doesn't take off, do a, you know, scream and stop, doing a twist and then come rocketing back. All right. And no matter right. how much he loves it, it's like, well, no matter, let's say you're an Olympic swimmer and you tore something. All right. And much as you love that, you know, that water. You know what I mean? Well, we're just going to have to redirect you for a while, you know, and hopefully you'll be able to come back. But that's but usually what happens when they do one, the other one after, if you keep doing this stuff, it's going to blow the other one out, too. So Okay. Well, I have not and been so, encouraging him to play yeah, very but, but everybody, yeah. But see, like I said, start doing nose work, you know, where the, you right. hide things that they got. Uh, you know, I have a nose work intro class every once in a while to help people understand how to do it. I'm sure you find videos online. Start making him use their nose and their brain power instead of his body power, you know, kicking off in that. You can also teach him like in the house where you lob something to him and he catches it. But you do not want him racing out, stopping, swirting, twisting and coming back. OK, that's a big no, no for a long time. Right. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that some, uh, you, and this is a controversial, there's a lot of times uh, people, uh, they can't afford the ACL, you know, surgery. Uh, there are ways to help it mend and, and there's natural path, you know, holistic, you know, ways and remedies and such like that to help re repair, okay, if it's not a total tear. But uh, whereas it's just an injury. And uh, mm -hmm. so that, that there's many things that you need to look into. And then like, you know, Dr. Levy, who we just had, you know, she works with people, you know, with that. Uh, swimming is an excellent exercise to get your dog to swim because it's non-weight bearing. And so that really gets his energy. Like if you want to throw a ball that he has to go swim for, excellent. Okay. He, at least he's not okay. doing weight bearing, you know, things. Yeah. All right. But I've been worried about him gaining weight. Oh yeah. He can't. Well, no, you just cut back much. in the food. <laughs> that's easy. Well, that's Don't feed too. him as much. <laughs> I have not been, I've been trying. I mean, yeah, no, cut and get him a one person among three, but right. I, I, but what you do I is you get a smaller a bowl, get a smaller bowl. So in case somebody overfeeds him, it's not like overfeed him in a bigger bowl all right and so yes yeah, okay. so, and, and, and that is huge part of this too is that if he is a little bit overweight you're just shooting yourself in the foot this dog mm -hmm. has to be as a lean mean machine all right uh, the leaner the better he's not because he hasn't been exercising as much yeah but no so but we got to cut back in the food we got to get him losing right. weight and you can right. go to like a get him off the uh, uh what do you call dry food and then get him on to like uh, dehydrated food, okay, where it doesn't have the, so much carbs. And so that, you know, like Sojo's or Honest Kitchen or Pure or something like that. And so then what it is is that all it is is that, you know, there's a lot less carbs. Carbs turn into sugar, sugar turns into fat, right? right. And you got to impress on your neighbor, on all your neighbors, all your, your people in your family that you look me in the eye. This dog depends on us not to get him too fat because otherwise he will be carrying him there. Or it's going to be a $5,000. I can't carry him. He's 90 pounds. Well, that's what I mean. Otherwise, it's going to be a $5,000 surgery per side right and so if you got ten thousand dollars to throw away you know and no, when the simplest no. thing is yeah. to get weight off and now mm -hmm. what happens is that you're saving money because you're not overfeeding them all right and then he's being healthier you want when he stands straight he looks great and if he would stand straight and then look to the left or to the right at something you can see the casing of his ribs that's what you want him to look like when he's standing straight he looks great but then he just turns his head slightly you can see the front rib to the back rib 
All right. That's okay. what he has to do. Otherwise, like I say, you are just you might as well just start forking the money out now. And uh, uh, because, like I said, it, it, it's all up to you. What you, it, you know, they depend on us not to muck them, you know, muck, muck them up, you know, mess them up, you know, it, it, because right. and that's what we do by getting them overweight. And then they are still playing ball and Frisbee with them. And then we're sad when all of a sudden we tear their ACL. It's because, yeah. well, the writing was on the wall. <laughs> yeah. And so that's yeah. why what you got to do is you got to have a have a powwow with everybody in the house and say this is what we have and this is what we need to do. If if you truly love this dog, this is what you will make happen. And where we use smaller bowls, we cut back on the feed, we find other things that we can do, teach tricks, uh, swimming. Um, there's you can take them for a ride down to Mankato down there to dog um, dog days. Uh, they have an indoor swimming pool for dogs. Oh, that's adorable. Okay. Yep, and so I mean it's a, it's a huge pool. And yeah, so uh, he does love to swim. So. Yep, and so that's and what I mean. Yeah, and so like I say, so there's a lot of things you can do for this dog, and not just recoil while you tra- tore the ACL. And so yeah, okay, but this is what we can do, and it's not going to cost us an arm and a leg. It's going to save us. So yeah. you need and to have. Yep. Oh, I was just going to say the surgery isn't even a guarantee. That... Oh no, there isn't. There is no guarantee with yeah. any surgery ever. And then right. you, if and they do the so surgery. Spend five thousand dollars, and then what if he tears it all over again, or or you know? He'll tell the other. He'll do the other one because usually what happens then when you do the one, it puts undue stress on the other one, and usually that one goes too. But so the okay. thing is, is that, no, there's no guarantee with any surgery, but uh, I can tell you right now, I know many, many people that chose not to do the hip surgery or the ACL surgery. They kept their, their dog as lean as possible, and that dog lived to be 14, 15 years old, and then and had a really healthy, uh, nice life, whereas it wasn't deprived of anything. Yeah, they didn't do the bounce or the, the fetching thing anymore, but the dog swam, the dog caught things, and nose work, and, and other things. It was just, it was great. So there's, you know, just because what we want for the dog, they can't do. Like, we, oh, we love to watch him chase the ball. <laughs> you know what? There's other things we can love to see the dog do, too. So Yeah. Okay. He's good at finding every sock. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You can start hiding food pieces around the house and tell them to find it. And, you know, you can teach them to find okay. people, you know, where you tell somebody to go hide and you have a towel with their scent on it. You say, smell it and say, find it. And then okay. when they do find the person, they they clap their hands and give them a toy or they give them a treat. And yeah, there's so much saying. Look on um, look on the internet for how to teach a dog nose work, and you can have just a humendous a fun time with them. Okay. Awesome. Okay, kiddo. Okay, well, thank you for your, your help. That's actually a lot of really good advice there. Okay, thank good. You. Your mission is get that dog thin. All right. Yes. All right, kiddo. He's not super fat. Well, no, we want him as lean as we want him as lean as possible. If somebody right. looks at him and says he looks anorexic, anorexic, he's probably perfect. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, kiddo. Take care. Alrighty. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. Okay. The distance between an alligator's eyes in inches is directly proportional to what? The distance between an allerga- alligator's eyes. In inches is directly proportional to what? We'll be back. There we go. We're winding down the Katie Canine show. The distance between an alligator's eyes in inches is direct, directly proportional to the length of their front hand thing, feet, foot, arm, tail. 
No. <laughs> well, you're kind of on the right. Nose. We're, we're kind of on the track right Finger? here. Finger? Okay, yeah. Okay. The distance between an alligator's <laughs> eyes in inches is directly proportional to the length of the alligator in feet. Oh. So if the if it's six inches across between eyes, yeah, it's going to be six, six feet. feet. Got the alligator. So you know how you only see the uh, the eyes sometimes. Yeah. You know, up in well, on movies. I don't know. I never seen one in real life. <laughs> no, but yeah, but yeah, you yeah. see, it okay, pink, right? Yeah. And so, so <laughs> now you know how big that alligator is. If you're looking at two sets of eyes, like there's 12 inches between yeah. the eyes. You're like, yikes. you're looking at mega you better body. Run. Okay, you better run. So yeah, so there you go. So yeah, directly. But so in inches between the eyes is proportional to the length of the alligator in feet. That's crazy. Look, there you go. Now you go. Okay. Mind blown. Yes. And I'm so glad we don't. I'd rather put up with ticks and mosquitoes and alligators <laughs> and snakes. I just could not deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Let's head for the phones. Okay. We're going to talk to Scott. And Scott has a question about adopting a chihuahua. All right. Hi, Scott. How you doing? I'm doing real great today. How are you ladies doing? Good, good. So what you doing? What do we need from us? Uh, I'd like to know, uh, I don't got the internet right now, but I'm just saying, I'd like to say, be able to call somebody how you adopt a chihuahua. I mean, I live in Brooklyn Center. Uh, her daughter, one of her chihuahuas just passed away a week ago. Right. Her kidney failure, or kidneys. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, yeah, I'm just wondering, do you know any place around adopt, adopt a dog, uh, I mean, seriously, I'm trying to think. It's been a long time. Right. The best thing to do is there's so many chihuahuas in the system. And if you go to a, a lot of the rescue groups that are foster, you know, they they, uh, they don't have a building. They just have people taking care of them. So if you go to like, um, you know, like Coco's Heart, Small Paws Animal Rescue, uh, Good Karma Animal Rescue, there's so many rescues. If you go to my Katie Canine website and click on links, and then it says okay. dog rescues, and I have quite a few dog rescues there. And so then you can click and see if there's any in the system that you might be interested in. All right. Now, as far as those are secondhand ones, you usually won't find puppies, uh, but that's okay. But uh, yeah, that's what I would do is look to the rescue groups because I'm not because chihuahuas are almost the number one hit dog as far as coming out of puppy mills. And so you really yeah. got to pay attention. So that's why the best thing to do is either get a mutt that looks like chihuahua, but he's also got something else. Uh, and yeah. you're not getting somebody else's problems. You're what you're just doing is getting a dog that you need to teach good manners too. That's all. All right. Oh, okay. So yeah, so check out my the dog rescues on my Katie K9 website, the letter K, letter T, letter K number nine dot com. And then okay. on the left side you'll see red buttons and then click on the links and then I I list a whole bunch. I got different links for cat rescues, dogs rescues, you name it. I got it everything there. Okay? Okay, well, see, like I said, is it any money at all? It's like a, we're on a tight budget too, uh-huh. so I'm just I was just wondering about we looked on the on her internet. I don't have one on right. the internet, but they, they want four hundred dollars for for a dog. I don't know. If, well, the, you know, I don't know. If well, the thing is. Or- well, if you go through the rescue groups, it's already been vetted. You don't have to pay for spay and neutering. You don't have to pay for shots. The dog is all taken care of. You know, what I mean, you're all set to go. Because you know, if you buy like let's say a puppy, then you got to buy all that. You got to do all the shots. Getting them spayed is like four hundred dollars. Getting them neutered is almost the same. You know what I mean? So you you win when you buy them from rescues. You help save a, a dog, and then you've already saved all the money you would have spent anyway. All right. Oh, okay. So mainly, they, 
it, I'm not trying to be cheap or nothing, but you know, I mean, I, I can pour it a hundred, 200, whatever. I mean, unless this is donation to the rescue unit, that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that in the rescue groups, that's what it is. Yeah, just check it out because the only way you're gonna find because most rescue uh, groups are at least two hundred to five hundred for dogs. Okay, and Chihuahuas okay. are a huge, uh, huge market, and so they. Yeah, but you just have to check around, see what you can come out with. But t- I would try to rescue if you can. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, you betcha. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Let's try to get Jane in before the, we've just got a little bit of time, so let's quick run to Jane. Okay, and she has a question about her cat who has crystals. All right. Yeah. Hi, Jane, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing okay, Kate. Good, good. So you got um, a, how old a cat? She's 10. Okay. It's a girl. Okay. And earlier on the show, you said if you feed the cats um, with crystals grain-free, um, canned food yep. that helps because I've had her on CD like for two or three years. Yeah, and well, I was on vacation. My pet sitter came in. My other cat had diabetes, and that bag and the other bag of CD was in the box. She put her on the diabetic cat food because she thought, well, the diabetic cat ought to have the diabetic cat food. <laughs> but I've been feeding all three of them the CD, uh-huh. and so then they all ate the diabetic food. A week later, here she is pissing all over the house, or mm-hmm. excuse me, yep. urinating all <laughs> Say it <laughs> as it is, gal. Say it with me. Yeah. <laughs> me. And, uh, you know, I heard you say that. I thought, cripe, you know, I'm paying a fortune for this other food. It's not going to cost me anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Is that something to do or? I will see. I'm not a vet. I'm just what I've learned through the, you know, thing. And as long as you, uh, you know, if it was my cats, all indoor cats should be at a grain free canned food and preferably with no chicken because most of them have been chicken to eyes to death. And that's yeah, why. the isn't chicken. She doesn't like chicken. Yeah. So. And so the, uh, but the good grain free canned foods like Nutrisource has got like seven, eight new brand new ones. And so, and then uh, for, like I say, diabetic cats, remember eating dry food, like I said earlier in the show, it's, it's, it's at least 50 to 60% carbs. And so that turns into sugar. And so you're kind of, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. You're giving your dog ins- or cat insulin, but yet you're feeding them sugar. So I don't get that, you know. And so that's why, yeah. you know, the dogs and cats and, you know, just like with humans, we got to, our diet plays a huge part of what we, how much insulin we need and how often and such like that. All right. And so that's. Yeah, well, the diabetic cat is, is actually gone. I lost two oh. of my cats. Oh, I'm sorry. Last week. And, oh, yeah, my. And so, and so I don't know if she's urinating because she's upset that the cats that she grew up with are gone or if she, uh, you know, has crystals again because she was eating that other food. Right. Because she didn't, ha- you know, have this problem for now. She hit. She in, she's uh, peeing all over. She's not hitting the litter box. Uh, no, she's not just missing the litter box. She peed on my bed. She oh, okay. On the yeah. Floor. Yeah, peeing. I would take her in and just double check to make sure that the crystals, and then then when you're gonna start feeding grain free canned foods. All right, and so then you won't have to worry because not, by feeding dry food that creates most of the crystals because the dogs or the cats can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter, all right? Yeah, well, I feed her the canned CD. Okay, yeah, already, but, but, see, but if you read what's food. in that stuff, it's, you know, it's you got to read the labels and understand the labels. And the thing is, what do cats eat? Birds and mice. End of story. 
All right. And so mm-hmm. if you see all those grains and stuff on the cans, they're not, not supposed to be eating that. They're supposed to eat birds and mice. <laughs> okay. And so the thing is, that's why you want a good grain free. And then you want to know the quality. You know, there's chicken and then there's chicken. There's beef and then there's beef, right? You want to know. Yeah. So it's a lot of work that you need to do. You can uh, get the book, Your Cat. Your Cat is the Bible for Cat Owners by Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. And that's a uh, you can get it on for fifteen bucks on online, and uh, but that's a, that's awesome. But you have to understand what is in the that food and why you maybe might want to be changing it to a better grade. Okay. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, we got to head out for today. Thank you for holding on, Thank and you. you can always call okay. me up at Katie's Canine. We can talk more. All right. All right, have a grand day. Bye-bye. And thank you for listening and spending your Sunday afternoon with me. Thank you, Carly. Carly, his birthday is on Tuesday. Yes. Have a good birthday on Tuesday. Thank you. Okay, you guys all have a great one. Don't hide your dogs. Train them.